Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Thank you all for joining us for the Vispero training series. My name is Rachel. <laughs> My name is Rachel. And joining me, I'm Liz. <laughs> she can say her name. So that's good. Today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, it's been a long day. Um, so today is going to be great. We're going to be talking about Microsoft Teams and JAWS and dem- demoing several different tasks. But just a couple of quick items before we get started. Next week, uh, we have a few events. And if you are not already aware, we do publish our events all on a monthly blog posts, and we also publish them on our Training Center webpage. The URL for that is freedomscientific.com forward slash training. We post all of our events throughout the month, including our ACB community events, because, um, you know, they're always really, we put just as much time into deciding what we're going to do in them as we do in our other sessions, and they are great and can be used to support people in their training journey. So you can check that out again at freedomscientific.com forward slash training. And next week, we are going to be doing an Ask Sharky, which is a session we hold on Clubhouse. And that's going to be on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we're going to be talking about the native Twitter commands and JAWS. So definitely, if you have any interest or you've ever never used Twitter or you just would like to have a review of the commands on the desktop, join us for that. And then on Thursday, we'll be back for ACB community events and we'll be talking about navigating the office ribbon. So with that, Liz is going to start us off with some, I think, basic navigation with JAWS and Teams. So I'll hand it off to you. All right. Thanks. So I want to share my screen here, first of all, and I'm going to share the sound. Of course, you guys can hear JAWS as I navigate. Desktop. Justin, Rachel. All right. Control 2. So. Chat group chat. All right. I want to make sure that I'm where I thought I was. All right. So Teams is extremely robust. If you've ever used it, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about as far as how many features are available. Um, and I do want to point out also that certain features and certain things are organization specific. So your organization may or may not have enabled them. Um, I also, it all, that also has to do a lot with uh, how your Office 365 is configured through your organization. Also, we are talking about Teams, uh, not the Microsoft chat or that you will find in Windows 11. That is more of a personal. It, it is basically a basic version of Teams that is for personal chatting. We're actually talking about Teams for work or school. So I'm in the Teams window here. Title is Justin. And I'm actually in a chat, but... So I want to show you how to navigate this window, how to get to the various options. Let's talk about what some of them are, the different areas. And we are going to talk about files today as well, because I know that's what we said in the title we were going to talk about. So we do have several options for files, and we will be talking about those along the way. But I think it's really important to start out with the navigational commands and things, ways that you can get around in Teams. So we're going to navigate, and then I want to show you a really important file setting that allows you to open Microsoft Word files, PowerPoint, and Excel files in the desktop application, and we'll talk about why that's important. And then Rachel's going to show you how to schedule a meeting. We're going to talk through that. We're going to schedule a meeting and go into that meeting. And then I'm going to show you how to share a PowerPoint with other, well, with everyone so that other JAWS users can read it on the screen. And this is something very specific to Teams. We're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. So I'm here in the Teams window. And the first thing I want to show you is how to navigate to these different areas and teams. You can use your control and the numbers on the number row. And again, depending on what features are available to you within your organization, you know, for example, control four for me goes to calendar. If that is not something that's available for you, 
your control four will, will do something else. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. So I'm going to press control one. Control two. Oh, well, not that. Control one. Let's try this again. Control one. Please select a summary of call with. So here we have. Summary of. It's just going to repeat that. Okay. Here we have uh, the feed. That's control one. And that shows you all your latest activities, things like uh, calls, chats, messages, things like that, meetings. So it's going to show you all your activity uh, or your most recent activity. And you can tab through all of these areas to get to the different you know, options within these areas. We're not going to do that, but we are going to do that within chat and you know, calendar and things like that. All right. So control one brought me to feed. Now control two. Control two. Chat list. All right. So sometimes it takes a couple seconds for, uh, you know, to for it to catch up and execute that command. So just be aware of that. If it doesn't happen right away, then just give it a few seconds. If you don't hear Jaws say, for example, I've, I I wanted to go to chat by pressing Control two. If you don't hear Jaws say that, then you can always use your insert T to read the window title. Uh, and you can sometimes you will have to press it again, but chances are it actually went there. You just didn't get the, the alert there. Another thing that you might do is also make sure that you have the window maximized. So you can do that with Windows up arrow or alt space and the letter X. All right. So for me, control two is chat. Control three. Control three. Teams and channels list review. So... Each team must contain at least one channel, but teams can contain many channels. So, for example, if you had a team uh, and you were working on a, a really big project and you wanted to break that team up into groups and maybe, uh, you know, provide each group with different information, you could do that in channels. So your channels can be public or private. You know, you may have you may want to make some of that inf information available to everyone. And then, you know, maybe you want to make some of it private because other, other groups, you know, just don't need that information at that time. So that is how you can navigate to Teams and Channels. Control 4, Calendar Grid View. All right. So Control 4 is Calendar. And Rachel's going to be telling you more about that here in just a bit. Control 5, Combo Box. So this is actually calls. It didn't say Summary that, of call. but title is calls Microsoft Teams. But I did insert pressed insert T, and it just gave me that information. So this is where my calls are going to be. So this is where you can go if you want to see your call history, any missed calls, any calls that you've taken. Uh, also, your voicemail if that is a feature that is set up, that's going to be here as well. And this is where you can go to call other people. So if you just wanted to call someone, maybe you didn't need to schedule a meeting, but you know, if I wanted to call Rachel to discuss something with her briefly, I could just, you know, come here and, and call her. Control six. Files list grid. Word blog post host a Zoom meeting with Jaws DS. All right. So this is uh, for me, control six is files, and that's where my latest files are gonna be the ones so you can access files from within Teams. You can place files here. You can send them to people. So this is where you're going to go to look at recent files. And if you use OneDrive, chances are it's going to be, it's all going to be connected to your OneDrive and all your 365. Everything's going to be connected uh, along with Teams. So you're going to see files here. I'm going to go back to chat and we're going to talk about chat for a minute. Then I want to show you that file setting. And I also want to show you how to get keyboard commands and things like that. So let's go. Let's press control two here. Control two. Chat list. Chat list review. So when I press control two, we heard chat list tree view. That means it placed me here in the list of chats. So I can up and down arrow through these. I'm going to down, well, let me up arrow first. Chat, Rachel Buchanan, busy. Last message from Rachel, definitely. So here I pressed up arrow. This is my most recent chat, and it's with Rachel, and it said she's busy, which, of course, you know, here we are. Um, and it reads her last message. It'll tell me the date and the time that she uh, left that message. If I wanted to go to a different chat, I could press down arrow. Uh, but I want to go into this one. So I'm going to enter on this chat, and it's going to take me to that chat so I can read all the messages, and I could answer any, you know, answer questions or put another message in here. So I'm going to press enter. Enter. 
type a new message edit. So by default, it places you here in the message field. Now we have some options. I'm going to go ahead and shift tab and show you what how we can get to the uh, different message or the list of messages here. Chat content list with 32 items. All right. So this is our chat content list. Rachel and I have chatted quite a bit. Um, so we can up and down arrow. Yes, Rachel Buchanan today at 2. Sentai, creating a meeting in Teams is extremely convenient with Outlook. Elizabeth Whitaker today at 2.46 p.m. All right. So that was a message I sent today. And then I can down arrow. It's, it's going to place the most recent messages uh, at the bottom. So you can just keep pressing down arrow. Yes, Rachel Buchanan today at 2.47 p.m. Definitely Rachel Buchanan today at 2.47 p.m. All right. And so those are the messages there. And if I wanted to access, maybe I wanted to react to Rachel's message here. I can press enter. Enter message actions toolbar like button. And here I have some options. I can navigate with my right and left arrow keys. I have some emojis here. I can like it. Heart button. Left button. And surprised button. So I could just keep navigating there. If I wanted to choose one, let's go back to like. Left heart but like button. Enter a new like like. Alright, so what it does heart button, a new like button. It keeps me in this list, but it actually chose like. And I know that because now I hear Jaws say undo like. So, you know, if I meant to uh, laugh or, you know, put a heart there I could undo this reaction and choose another one or I could probably choose you know several here when I'm finished escape definitely Rachel I can press escape now if I shift tab again pop out chat button here's where I can enter Rachel Buchanan Microsoft Teams so here's where I can use the pop out chat feature and from here blank actions for new message toolbar type a new message edit I am in a message field Chat content list with 25 items. Definitely rate. I can shift tab. I'm right back in that message or that list of messages, but it pops it out kind of here in this, this spot. Add people button menu. I can add people. So it gives me some options here and I can press escape. 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 Chat content. And go back to where I was. I can also press control F6 to navigate around. Let's add people Chat content list with 25 items. Definitely, Rachel. So I'm going to press Control F6 here. This is another great way to navigate when you're in a certain area in Teams. Control F6. Type a new message edit. That will bring me straight to the message field where I can type a message. Control F6. Chat content list with 25 items. And now I'm back in this list. Control F6. Type a new message edit. So... You know, I could type a message here if I wanted to type one and send it. I could type the message and press enter to send. Uh, another thing I could do here, there is a send button, but you, you don't have to use it. But another thing you can do is you can tab. Actions for new message toolbar. And here you get some actions on this toolbar, some things that you can do uh, with your message here. So I'm going to write arrow. Set delivery options button menu. Format button. So we can format. We can set delivery. Attach files button menu. This one's really important. So this is a, a menu for attaching files. And if I go here. Enter. One drive. One of two. I have two options. Now, of course, yours may be set up differently. So you may have different options. Upload from my computer. Two of two. So my two options here are OneDrive and upload from my computer. So if I wanted to attach a file to this message, if I wanted to send Rachel a file, I could do that. I could choose either option and then it would bring up, uh, if I choose upload from my computer, it's going to bring up the dialogue that you're probably used to when you open a file or you know, you're in Word or something and you press Control O and you open a file. If I go here to OneDrive, it's going to... OneDrive, one of two. If I press Enter there, it's going to give me a list of recent folders and files and I can choose from that list. All right, I'm going to press Escape. Escape, leaving menus, actions. And then if we tab, we have more options here as well. We have... Loop components, but emoji button menu. Emojis. Giphy button menu, sticker button, schedule a meeting button. You can actually schedule a meeting from here. Um... So, you know, lots of different options here. I'm going to press tab. Stream button menu. 
Upgrades button. Yeah, so there's lots of, lots of stuff here on this toolbar. Approvals button. Live a learning button. Updates button. Messaging extensions button. Wow, there's just a lot of stuff. All right, so let's tab. Send toolbar. Send button. So we have a send button. So, you know, again, we can tab to that button, but if you're just typing a message, uh, you can enter and it will send that message. All right, so that is what I wanted to say about chat. Now, I do want to show you, um, before I show you the setting, let's talk about a couple of ways to quickly do things in Teams. From anywhere in Teams, you can press Control-E. Control-E, Rachel Buchanan, Microsoft Teams, Combo Box, Search Edit Combo, Combo Box, Look for Messages, Files, and more. Or so... I can look for messages, I can look for files, I can search for people, um, and I, I think I stopped Jaws too early because what it was about to tell me is if I want a list of commands, I can press slash, forward slash. Slash combo box, look for messages, files, and more, or type slash for a list of commands, edit combo, slash combo box, edit combo, slash, slash activity, see someone's activity. And so now it's going to give me a list of commands, slash activity, so you can see this person's activity by down arrow. Slash available, set your status to available. So you can set your status to available. Slash away, set your status to away. I and so what you, you can either do that from here in this menu, or you can just type those commands from within Teams. Um, slash BRB, set your status to be right back. Slash busy, set your status to busy. So lots of options here. You can just keep arrowing through. I'm going to escape. Escape. Suggestions list closed. Escape. Combo box. Look for messages. Escape. All right. So I'm out of that. So if I wanted to just use one of those commands, I could just... Press slash. Slash combo box. Edit combo. And I could type available or BRB for be right back or busy or whatever I wanted to type there. Escape. Suggest All right. Another thing you can do. So I'm going to press control E. Control E. Wait. Escape. Escape. Suggest control E. Escape. I think I'm still in the. Settings and more button menu. There we go. Control E. Combo box. There we go. All right. I was still I had a dialogue open. So if I press control E. And let's say I want to call someone very quickly. I, I just, I don't want to have to search for their name. I just want to call them. There are several ways to do things like this within Teams, just like any other application. But let's say I wanted to call Rachel. I press control E. I can type slash call. Slash C-A-L-L slash call call someone item one of one. And I can enter. Enter. Enter the name of a person. Enter the name of a person. Edit. And then if I want to type, I can type a name here. If I wanted to call Rachel, I could t type her name. R. Right. A. Suggestions updated. Use down C. Rachel Buchanan Rebutchen and Director. And I could. Send button. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I just press tab there. Rachel. Um, I could enter and it would call Rachel. And so that's just a really quick way to call someone. You just press control E and then type slash call and enter, and then type the name of the person you want to call. You can do the same thing with chat. If you want to start a new chat with someone, you can type slash chat, hit enter, and then type the person you want to chat with. Escape suggestions list closed. All right. Send Rachel B. Escape suggest send button. Clear query button. Space combo box. Escape suggestion. All right. I want to get out of that. Go back. Send toolbars. So I'm back here in my uh, chat with Rachel. And I'm going to go ahead and go back. Oh, one more thing. Sorry. This is another thing I wanted to mention before we talk about settings and files. Another thing I can do is get a list of keyboard commands. Now, I'm going to show you two ways to do this, and I'm going to explain why. So by default here in Teams, PC cursor. the PC cursor is on. You can turn the virtual PC cursor on, and there are times when you do want to do that. But by default, typically you want to keep it off. If I want to get a list of keyboard commands, the Teams command for that is control period. Press insert plus W instead to easily read the Teams keystrokes dialog. All right, so you just heard a message that said press insert plus W to easily read the, the Teams keystrokes. I'll get to why that's important in a minute, but what we have here is a list of keyboard commands, but in order to read them, we're going to have to turn the virtual PC cursor on. Just like you do if you've used the Google Workspace applications and you want to get a list of keyboard commands there, you have to make sure your virtual PC cursor is on. It's the same here. So I'm going to press Insert Z Zulu to turn that on. Use virtual PC cursor on. 
And now I can navigate like I would on a web page. I'm going to go to the top. Close button. Heading level one keyboard shortcuts. Keyboard languages. In heading level two general. So we have headings here. We have general commands. Navigation heading level two. Navigation commands. I'm just pressing H just like I would on a web page. Messaging heading level two. So if I wanted some messaging commands, now I could down arrow. Grid with two columns and four rows. Go to compose box. Alt shift C. So Alt shift C will bring me to the compose box. Reply to thread. Alt shift R. Expand compose box. Control shift X. Send expanded compose box. So we have lots of options here. I could hit H again. Meetings, calls and calendar head wrapping the top. Keyboard shortcuts. And that's our list of shortcuts. So now if I want to exit this list, I press escape. Escape. And I want to turn the virtual PC cursor off so the PC cursor is on again. So insert Z. Use virtual PC cursor off. All right. Now, when we pressed control period, we heard JAWS say to press insert W so we could read those commands easily. Insert W is a command you can use when you're in any application. And if there are Windows commands associated there, you'll get those. If you press insert H, you get JAWS hotkeys. So we're going to press insert W. Teams keystrokes. keystrokes. And what this does is it brings up a list of Teams keystrokes here in the virtual viewer. The advantage of doing it this way is that we do not have to turn that virtual PC cursor on and off. We can just navigate with our arrow keys. If you prefer navigating it like a web page, you can do control period and turn your virtual PC cursor on. Teams keystrokes blank general. But here we have the same keystrokes. Raise or lower hand and meeting or conference control plus shift plus K. Announce raised hands and meeting or conference control plus shift plus L. And you can just keep going down through these different uh, keyboard commands and categories. And then when you're finished, you just press escape. Escape. Settings and more. All right. We're exactly where I want to be here. So when you have files in Teams, and let's say somebody sends you a Word file and you want to access it, the inclination is just to press enter on that file to open it. What happens by default is that the file opens in the Teams viewer and that's not accessible to you. So when that happens, you have to turn on the, the virtual PC cursor, find the back button and press space on it, and then you get back to where you were and turn that virtual PC cursor off. You can right click on the file with you know Shift F10 and get some options for opening it in the desktop application. But there is a setting here in Teams that allows you to specify that you always want those files to open in the desktop application. So that's what I want to show you how to find so that you don't have to worry about using the virtual PC cursor and going back and all of that. So let's make sure I am where I think I am. Settings and more button menu. I pressed insert up arrow to read my current line. So I want to find the settings and more button. And what I had done, I I'm here in the chat and you can just tab until you find it. Um, I'm going to press enter on it. Enter. Settings, one of six. So here we have some options. We have settings. I can just down arrow to see what these are. Cast, zoom out, zoom in, zoom reset, keyboard shortcuts. And there is, if you forget the command for keyboard shortcuts, it's also there in that menu. About the application submenu, check for application updates. Download the mobile Microsoft Teams app. Settings, one of six. All right. So settings is what we want. It's the first option. I'm going to press enter to open it. Enter. Leaving menus, settings, modal dialog. So here we have a list of categories. And by default, it places you on general. So if I press insert up arrow. Accounts tab, general tab selected. Okay, I, went, I thought I was somewhere else. All right, so we were on general tab. General tab selected. And here it said selected. If I wanted to browse the general settings, I could press tab to navigate through these, but I don't want to do that. I want to find the files category. So I'm going to down arrow. Actually, F. okay, no, first letter navigation does not work. Okay. Accounts tab, two of nine. So here's, here are settings for accounts. Privacy tab, notifications tab, devices tab, app permissions tab, captions and transcripts tab, files tab, eight of nine. And the last one I believe is calls. Calls tab. Yeah. So let's go back up to files. Files tab. And I'm going to press enter to select it because if I just tab here, we still have general selected. So we want the settings for files. Enter selected. It said selected. If I want to make sure, I can press insert up arrow. Files tab selected. And now I'll tab. 
File open preference always open Word, PowerPoint, and Excel files in. Desktop app this setting will apply only to this device. All right. So here we have a setting that says always open Word, PowerPoint, and Excel files in. Mine is set to desktop, but the way you're going to set this is you're going to press space to open this menu. Space list with three items. All right. The first item. Teams. One of three. Is teams, and that's what we don't want. We're going to down arrow. Desktop app. Two of three. So desktop app, that means Word files will open in Word, PowerPoint files in PowerPoint, and Excel in Excel. Browser. Three of three. And browser. So we don't want that. We want desktop. Desktop app. And I'll press enter. Enter. File open. Preference always open Word, PowerPoint, and Excel files in. Desktop app. This setting will apply only to this device. So if you had Teams installed on more than one device, you would need to set it for each device. All right, and if I tab... Enter to learn more and navigate to the web documentation on device-specific nature of the desktop setting.link. So here we have a link that would take us to information about that setting. Close settings button. All right, so now we have a close settings button, and this is what we want to do. It's going to save our setting automatically. And this set, you should not have to change this again. Um, when you, you know, come back to Teams and open Teams again, it should stay the same. It will stay the same. Space, settings, and more button menu. All right, and that is how you can set Teams to open your Word, PowerPoint, and Excel files in the desktop application by default rather than opening them in the Microsoft Teams uh, viewer. Now, one more thing to note before I hand this over to Rachel to talk about meetings is that if you access a file from Teams, and let's say you open a Word file and you add some things, you make some changes. When you save it, it should update it in Teams because you accessed it from there. It's the same thing with SharePoint. If you use SharePoint and you access a file from SharePoint, when you update it, when you edit it, your uh, changes will automatically be saved there in that file for anyone else who comes along and opens it. All right, with that, I'm going to go over here. Rachel Buchanan, Rachel Meeting Control. And stop sharing my screen so that Rachel can share hers and talk about meetings. Meeting Controls. Alta. Can you hear me? Yes, and Excellent. we hear you, Josh. Okay, good deal. Um, meeting Controls. Is that too fast? Probably. We'll Maybe a little bit. Just a tad. All right. So I have Teams up here. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be starting out and talking about your calendar. So the way that, like Liz mentioned, you go to your calendar is with Control 4. Control 4. Calendar grid view. And there are some times when I do navigate between these regions and teams and JAWS doesn't immediately respond and I do end up pressing that twice. So just be aware of that. Sometimes I have to press it twice. And <clears throat> it's nothing you are doing wrong. It's just the way Teams interacts with JAWS today. So that's what happens. So if I want to create a new meeting in Teams, I'm going to show you some things I really like about using Teams specifically to create meetings. So the command I use is Alt-Shift-N, as in November. C, blank. Except for I didn't do that, so that wouldn't work. So let's try that again. Alt-Shift-N, as in November. Alert. Meeting duration, 30 minutes. Add title, edit. Add title. So I got a couple of alerts that this meeting is by default 30 minutes. And then the edit box, my focus is in the edit box, and I can add a title. And I'm going to call it test meeting. T-E-S-P-M-E-E-T-I-N-G. So required attendees edit I'm going to invite Elizabeth. 2.27 p.m. E. Alert. W-A-I. Enter. No suggested times available. Um, add optional attendees button. I could add optional attendees. Start date at a com Start time at a combo collapsed. 2.30 p.m. Start date at a combo collapsed. 10 slash 20 slash 2022. Okay, just for a minute, I'm going to change this and pretend we're going to have this like on November 1st because I want to show you this suggested times feature. And I know that if I use today, there's no suggested times available. So let's go to a different date just for giggles. I'm going to do 11 one 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 slash one slash two two. Watch Liz be super busy this day. No suggested times available. Start. Let's give it a minute. Start data to combo collapsed. 11 slash 1 slash 2022. Because feature, the feature that I mean is that by default, 
teams will find times available between all the people who are invited to the meeting and they will be suggested to you. So if I continue to tab here. Start time at a combo collapsed. 2.30 p.m. End date at a com end time at a combo collapsed. All day switch off. Suggested time 2.30 p.m. 3 p.m. button. So that's the first suggested time. I'm going to I'm gonna down arrow now. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to tab. 2 p.m. 2.30 p.m. button. 3 p.m. 3.30 p.m. button. And so it's basically giving me three different 30-minute time slots that I could use on this date. Of course, I'm going to go back and I'm going to set us up a meeting for today so we can both join it. Um, but I wanted to show you that suggested times feature because it is really handy if you're inviting a lot of people to a meeting and Teams does all the hard work like the scheduler and office, but just a little more handy because it provides those options right there. And when you want the one, when you want to specify the one that you'd like to choose, you can just press enter and it'll update the meeting in the meeting information in the invite. 2 p.m. Suggest all day switch off. Shift tabbing. End time edit. End date. Start time edit combo collapse. Start date edit combo collapsed. 11 slash 1 slash 2022. We're in the future. Let's go back to 1020. 1 0 slash 2 0 slash 2 2. And now. Start time edit combo collapse. Start time. We're going to start at 2 30. No That's suggested time. time. It's 3 30 Eastern, but we'll continue end to tab. End all day. Recurrence. Add channel edit combo expanded. Add location edit combo expanded. And what I usually do here is. Um, Type Teams. T alert. Couldn't find that room. Lee. A M alert. S. Use enter. Add location at a combo expanded. No suggested times available. Format text menu. Leaving menus. Type details for this new meeting edit. Here I can add more information like notes. I can also attach files, etc. Go back. Hover to see history button. Combo box. Look for messages. Settings and more button. Profile button menu. List with toolbar. Send button. And I, you can use the command to send. I always tab to that send button in Teams. I'm not sure why. Space. So this Calendar is grid view. Thursday. This is one way that I can schedule a meeting in Teams. I'm going to show you a different way now in Outlook that I really also like. That's quite easy. So if I Alt tab to Outlook. Meeting controls. Meeting controls. Calendar Microsoft Teams. Inbox rbcannon at visparo.com Outlook. All right. And I'd like to schedule a new meeting. And when I like to schedule, Escape. it's popping me up. It's wanting to remind me that I have a meeting here at 2.30, which we're going to join here in a minute, but we're going to be late for our meeting, Liz, okay? So um, I'm in the Outlook inbox, and I'm going to show you a different way that you can actually go about scheduling a Teams meeting, which is really simple, but you don't have the same access to that um, suggested times feature. I'll use Control-Shift-Q. Control-Shift-Q. Untitled meeting. Title edit. And that's how you. That's the command you can use to just open a new meeting request. And I'm not actually going to schedule this. I'll leave the subject blank. Required edit. And I'll leave that blank as well. I'm going to go ahead and tab to the location. Optional. Start date. Start time zone. End date. Date. End time. Time zone. All day. Time zone. Make recurring button. Location button. Location edit. Now location is. This is where I can choose really what platform we're going to use. So I'll use Alt. Upper then and then I down arrow. Meeting. Undo button. Unavailable. Actions. Delete button. And then right arrow along my ribbon here. Forwards. Zoom. Schedule a meeting button. Here I can press enter if I want this to be a Zoom meeting. I can right arrow again though. Teams meeting button. And I can press enter here. Enter. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Location edit. Title edit. Alt plus L. Title edit. Rec optional. Start. Start. Times. End date. D end times. All day. Times. Make recurring button. Location button. Location edit. Microsoft. Location edit. Microsoft Teams meeting. All right. And so we do have that location there. And that is how you can use Teams in Outlook to schedule a meeting. So escape. Um, Microsoft N. One I'm going to show you one test more thing escape. Inbox before we join our test Outlook. meeting. List box. Eric and sorry about that. I am going to um, show you how you can really easily share resources <clears throat> with a team in Microsoft Teams. I'm going to Alt-Tab back to Microsoft Teams. One reminder S. Escape. Inbox RB. Meeting controls. Calendar Microsoft Teams. Calendar Microsoft Teams. Calendar. I'll use Control-2 because I like to kind of... No, Control-3 because I want to go to my Teams list. Control-2 is chat. Control-3. 
Teams and channels list tree view. Your team's open. Two of three. Loading more messages. Loading more messages. And this is very simple. And it's it's a great tool if you're sharing a large amount of resources with a team. I'm going to down arrow. User education and outreach team. Favorited. Hit space for more options. Hold shift and control to select this team for reordering closed has pop up. One of so 23. I'm um, focused on the user ed team. And if I use shift F10 here. Shift F10. Team user education and out. Delete the team. Nine of nine. I can. I pressed up arrow. Manage tags. Eight. Get link to team. Seven of nine. This is the actually the menu option I want. Get link to team. So I'll press enter here. Enter. Leaving menus. Get a link to the team dialog. HTTPS slash slash teams dot Microsoft dot com slash L slash team slash 19 divided by 3 of 13 B3. Cancel button. Copy button. Enter. I teams copy and that list. link. Tree view. Your team's open. User now, I love team this. Position one of 23. Because now what I'm able to do is go back to my inbox. I have that link on my clipboard. And... Inbox R Buchanan at Vispero.com home. Unread. Importance low. Joe Frey. Re F port. I'm able to control N. Untitled message create HTML. Create an email and send it to this team. CC edit. Paste it. Enter. HTTPS. Selected. Oh, no, that's a link. A little bit different. I'm sorry. Inbox I went to create link, not create an email address. Sorry about that. General Fusion Suite Microsoft. Let's, Press up and down arrow. Um, control 4. Calendar grid view. Thursday, October 20th, 2. Control three. Let's take another teams and look channels at list. You can create a link to your team. I'm, I'm so sorry. And depending on what's available your team. within that team, you're able to go in there and people. I mean, as long as people have permissions to view things in the user team, education and outreach team, they're able to view those items. So let's see if we can figure out this email address. It looks like this has been changed. Space. Team user education and outreach actions menu. Hide one of nine. Manage team. Add channel. Three of nine. Add member. Leave the team. Edit team. Get link to team. Set. Manage tags. Delete the team. Hide. One of nine. Interesting. All right. We're going to come back to this here in just a minute, Liz. So you want to go ahead and join our Escape. meeting? Leaving menus. And see if... Control two. I'm going to go to my calendar. Control four. And okay. show you how I might join a meeting online. So once I do control four, we're going to come back to that task. I'm going to tab. HR harassment training. Final webinar practice, Thursday, HR Haram, planning for central point test meeting, Thursday, Here October 20th, 230, categorize, show as chat with artists, join online, 5 and 7, and I can Enter. just use that, join Leaving online, menus. test meeting Microsoft Teams, video options toolbar, camera checkbox not checked, when you join a Teams meeting, you're always going to get this dialogue popping up, and it's asking you about your camera and audio preferences, so Alert. I'm going to, test meeting, Elizabeth Liz Baker started just meeting. started join this meeting, press control, plus shift, plus J to join and meeting, even join, right now, message, press control, I apologize for talking with Jaws talking. If I do control shift J, which is the command that joins a meeting once it's already started, I'm still going to encounter this dialogue. So let's just go through it. I'll read the control that I'm put on by default. Camera checkbox not checked. I can choose right here whether or not I want my camera on or off. I'm going to continue to tab. Audio options group. Computer audio radio button checked. One of four. So that's currently checked. Computer microphone and speaker controls open device settings button. I can... Fiddle around with my settings there. Microphone checkbox checked. I have my microphone checked, so right now I have my camera off and my microphone on. Speaker is on button. Speaker volume control left right slider. 74. Can adjust the volume there. 73. 72. Cancel button. Join now with camera off and mic on button. And as I continue to tap, I tap past that cancel to the button that says join with camera off and mic on. Enter. Cancel button. Connecting. You have joined the meeting. Elizabeth Whitaker is in the call. Meeting controls toolbar. Mute control plus shift plus M button. And so here we are, and there is so much I can do here. It's um, it's quite astounding. So once I'm in the meeting, um, it, as you heard Jaws speak, it actually told me that Elizabeth is here already, and this um, meeting here is quite. Um, Liz, you can, you're going to actually demo sharing, aren't you? Yes. Okay, yeah. So it allows, what's nice about a meeting in Teams is because it doesn't have so many roles the way that you may be accustomed to thinking about Zoom or using Zoom as a platform. Um, Teams is, while the person who hosts the meeting or start the meeting does have a few more abilities, uh, there are, it's much easier to just join and um, all the meeting, mostly in the meetings, everyone has even footing. So you don't have to worry quite as much about permissions. And with that, I'll hand it back to you, Liz, if you want to share your screen and talk about sharing. All right. Can you guys still hear me? Yes. Calendar Microsoft Teams. 
Inbox RB Cannon and Misbarrow.com. I'm going to get my meeting tools. Sure. Sorted here. Inbox RB Cannon and Misbarrow. Test meeting Microsoft Teams. Calendar Microsoft Teams. Calendar Microsoft oh Teams. How Inbox many windows can one person have open? I apologize. You can probably steal Alt from me. Test meeting Microsoft Teams. I'm meeting controls to bar. Mute control S. Nope. Okay. Meeting controls. All right. All right. So I'm going to share my screen here. Meeting control. Stop share all mute. All right. So a couple things I want to mention here before we jump into the screen sharing too. One thing I didn't mention when we were talking about the pop-out chat. What it does is it opens the chat in a, the chat that you're on in a new window. So you close that with Alt F4. And another thing I wanted to suggest here too is that if mute, currently unmuted. you are in Teams and you kind of get lost and you think, oh, where am I? You know, one... One of the good things about that is you can always find a reference point. For example, if you're in your calendar, you can always press Control 4. Or if you were in your chat, you can press Control 2. And that kind of resets it and takes you back to, you know, where you were. So that's a good way to find your place here. All right. So I'm going to go back over to this meeting that Rachel and I are in. Test meeting Microsoft Teams. And meeting I am on the meeting controls toolbar. So share is on this toolbar. If you right arrow. Mute share content control plus shift plus E button. If you right arrow all the way to the right, or there is a keyboard command for that. So first of all, let me explain what I'm going to do here. I'm going to walk you through screen sharing, but then I'm going to show you how to share a PowerPoint presentation so that other JAWS users will be able to follow along. And to do that, you're not going to share your application. You're not going to share your PowerPoint application that you may have open on your screen. You're going to share the presentation from Teams. So let's press Control Shift E as an echo. Control Shift E. Hide share options. Control plus Shift plus E button. Hide share. So here we have a dialog that gives us several options for sharing our screen. So our first option here, I'm going to press Insert up arrow. Include computer sound checkbox not checked. If I wanted people to be able to hear JAWS or if I was going to be sharing a video or something that where sound needed to play and they needed to hear it, I could space to check that. I'm going to tab through this dialog. Presenter mode toolbar. And that is something that's a presenter mode for PowerPoint. We're going to go right past that. Add background button. Menu. Generic PNP monitor. If I want to share my desktop, that's what I'm going to enter on here, this generic PNP monitor. And what happens when I do that is it shares the entire screen. So from there, I can alt-tab to the different applications I have open. And whatever application I'm in that's in focus is what people will see on the screen. Now, just like with the Zoom, when you're sharing your screen, people are seeing, I mean, it's, it's an image of your screen. So as a JAWS user, if someone's sharing a Word document that's on their screen, you're not going to be able to navigate or read that. So I wanted to make sure uh, and mention that. Leaving menus, choose window list. Oh. So here we have a window list. And what happens is I can press space bar. Space, window, meeting, controls. And it lists the applications I have open. Window test meeting Microsoft Teams. Window calendar Microsoft Teams. Win window meeting controls. So if I wanted to share, uh, I don't know, the Zoom window, you know, I could do that. If I had a, a Microsoft Word document open, it would, Word would be one of the applications here in this window. But we're not going to do that right now. I just wanted to show you. You would press enter on it, though, if you wanted to. I'll press escape. Escape, leaving menus, meeting controls, toolbar, calling controls. Tool oh, that took me right out of share. Sorry about that. I shouldn't have done that. All right. I'm going to press control shift E again. Control shift E. Hi, check. All right. So again, we have our share sound checkbox. Presenter, add background, menu, generic PNP. Our generic PNP monitor, which is where we can share a desktop. Leaving menus, choose window list. Our window list that lists all the open applications that we have. Share Microsoft whiteboard button. Content from camera, share a document. Share PowerPoint file software. All right. So what we're looking for here is share a PowerPoint. And I'm going to down arrow to a presentation that I want to share here. 
Share PowerPoint file introduction. Share PowerPoint file presenter slide. Share PowerPoint file training. Share PowerPoint file revised five powerful JAWS features. PPTX. All right, so I'm going to enter here. Enter. Leaving menus, meeting controls, toolbar, share content, control plus shift plus E button, share content, control plus shift plus E, frame, frame, current slide pane. So now we have a slide pane and we can up and down arrow through it. Slide two, what we'll cover. And it's going to read the titles. Slide three, convenient OCR. Slide two, what we'll cover. Slide one, presenter. All right, but if we turn on our virtual PC cursor here with insert Z, Zulu. Use virtual PC cursor on. Now we can navigate. I'm going to navigate to the top of the page. Test meeting Microsoft Teams. So we're going to read this like a web page. And we have a couple of buttons here that are really important. I'm going to press B, the quick nav key to navigate by button. Unlabeled zero button. Unlabeled one button. Unlabeled two button. Encryption status button. Stop sharing button. There's the stop sharing button. And if I were to press space on that, I would be given a dialog that would ask me if I wanted to start presenting. And I would choose yes. Content only button menu. Prevent participants from moving through shared presentation on their own button. So this is a setting by default. All right. So it's going to read the option that is not selected. So it said prevent participants from navigating on their own through the presentation. What that means is as if you wanted to go ahead and navigate to the next slide or you wanted to go back a slide, you would not be able to when this is selected. If I space, it's going to select that. Space. Me virtual PC cursor. Allow participants to move through shared presentation on their own button. So now it says allow participants to navigate on their own. And that's what I want people to be able to do. So I'm going to press the space bar on it. Space. Prevent participants from... And now it says back to prevent. So that's where you want it. Because when you hear it say prevent, that means the opposite is selected. All right, so that means that you could navigate through the presentation. That, you know, Rachel could check out all these slides and, you know, on her own within this presentation while I'm on, you know, slide one or slide two. It wouldn't matter. If I want to read the information on a slide, I can down arrow. I'm going to have to go through some of the Teams items that we have here. Pop show participants button. Show con reactor. Add an app. More action. Turn cam mute. Can share con leave. Can slide one presenter. But eventually I get to this slide one that's presenter. If I press B, 20.20 navigate forward button, we have a navigate forward button. If I space there, space meeting view main region frames, two of navigate forward button, two of 13. So it said two of 13. We can navigate forward button, go back to the navigate forward button, space slide three. Now we're on slide three. We could, you know, up and down arrow and read that information. So these buttons are going to, you're going to navigate to them after the slide content. So you could up arrow. B -b Bullet use convenient oh, slide three. And here we are. Slide three is about our convenient OCR feature. OCR is repeated as a type word of bullet use convenient OCR. Bullet includes on screen image. And it, it also reads the alt text here. OCR is repeated as a type word across page with a large OCR displayed over the top of the page. So you would, you'd be able to read the alt text and the information on the slide and so from there 2020 navigate back button you can navigate back to the previous slide space navigate back button slide two and so forth and as a user as a participant in the meeting you can navigate in much the same way you're going to turn on your virtual pc cursor and you can navigate and read the information on the slide and then when i want to stop sharing Test meeting. I'll go back to the top and I'm going to hit B until I get to stop sharing. Unlit encryption. Stop sharing button. Stop sharing button. I'll space. Space. Stop presenting. Stop presenting. Cancel button. Stop presenting button. I can tab to the stop presenting button. I think I was already on it, but I'll space here. Space. Meeting controls. And now I'm back on the meeting controls. And I do want to turn the virtual PC cursor off again with insert Z. Use virtual PC cursor off. All right. I know that was a whole lot of information. Back over here. Meeting and stop sharing my screen. I bet you guys might have some questions. We might. I have one more comment about getting an email address to a team. I did figure out why that was not available to us because it actually has to be configured by your agency, whether or not you have that ability, and we no longer do. So oh, that is why you can't that get makes a link sense. to a team and share it, but... A lot of things in Teams are like that, in Microsoft Teams. It's because 
you know, everything is configurable by the people who run your network and who are running, you know, this tool for you. So your IT department makes those decisions based on security, etc., which I can understand, you know, it could be a security vulnerability if you're emailing attachments to a team and you're able to, you know, get that email address and maybe email from outside. I'm not sure. But nevertheless, it's currently not available to us anymore. So apologies for that. We are available for hands if anyone has any questions. That's a great point, though, because a lot of things are very contingent on organizational permissions and things like that. So <laughs> at this time, we do not have any hands. All right. I know well, every time I say that, they usually pop up. <laughs> let's give them a second to pop up. Let's see. Yeah, they might. You never know. Oh, we did get one. All right. Sandra, let me get. All right. Um, here. All right. You should be able to talk, Sandra. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Hello. Yes. Yeah, so coming back to file sharing, or not file sharing, but being able to download a file directly to your own computer, mm -hmm. I wasn't exactly clear how you could edit the file on your computer and it would mirror those edits in Teams, seeing as you're not in Teams. Would you have to have Teams open in order to do that? I do not believe, no, you do not. What happens is because it's connected through Office 365, if you edit that file, when you save those changes, it will save it as long as you accessed it within Teams. And the same thing is true in SharePoint. Okay, thanks. And have you done a session on SharePoint? We have not, but that is something we do get a lot of questions about. So that is something we will definitely be visiting in the near future. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Yeah, being able to update, the, update those files is really critical. It is. It, it allows is. collaboration. Yeah, it all has to do with the 365 accounts and how they're all tied, how all of this stuff is tied together, your OneDrive, your 365, your you know, Office teams and all of that. So. And what we've learned through pain of experience is that everything and everyone must be signed in. Yes. So just... Keep that in mind. Okay, we have right. about no more hands. All right. Well, we only have about five minutes. I'm going to remind you of a few high points here, which is that we have events next week and every single week, really. We're coming up to our 2023 release as well. So if you want to stay up to date with everything we're doing, please make sure you're subscribed to the blog at blog.freedomscientific.com. And next week, you can join us for Ask Sharky, where we're going to tweet about Twitter. And then on Thursday, um, Ron and Douglas, who are a pair of really cool guys, and fun to be with are going to be talking about the ribbon in office here on ACB community events. So that'll be 3 p.m. Zoom. And you all obviously know how to join or you would not be here. So we would love to have you on Clubhouse as well. If you've never downloaded Clubhouse, it might be a new app for the weekend and have a new way to get training. It is a a great collaborative audio app where people can share a lot of their knowledge and information. Anything else that we're missing out on here? We have about four minutes, Liz, and we will hand it off back to Tezzy. I just wanted to. Yeah, I was going to say, anything. this will be Douglas's first time being here, so this will be exciting. It will. It um, will. Do you want to talk about any of the webinars upcoming, too? Yeah, I was going to talk about a few things, but um, and actually, Douglas will be back in November. Oh. Uh, I believe it's the second week in November to talk uh, to uh, talk about the licensing portal and licensing options and how all of those, uh, you know, how all of those things work. So that's going to be something you definitely don't want to miss. Yep. Absolutely. So I think if there are no other questions, I mean, that is about uh, all for us. And I know that this room is being used next. So is this too early to hand it off to you all? I think it's just fine. If you're if everybody is fine with that, then it's yeah. good with us. All right. Well, thank you yeah. for this opportunity. We love being able to participate in ACB community. Yeah, thank you very, very much.